you might be tying your identity to your specific roles. You might be tying your identity to your roles. And when I say roles, I mean like your the roles that you have in life, husband, sister, aunt, cousin, business owner, whatever, right? You might be tying your identity to those roles, right? So for example, when you have become known to do something, it may seem that your role makes you who you are, right? But who you are is not what you do. And so what happens is when it comes time to change what you do, if you tie your identity to your role, you're going to feel like you're losing yourself if you pivot. Welcome to the Uncensored Show with your host, George Atchampal, where we share the mindset, tips, tools, strategies, and stories on how to use your money to do more of what you love and what you were called to do. Money is like gas on a road trip. Sure, you need it to get where you're going, but you're not going on a tour of gas stations. Money fuels your journey. The question is, what's yours? Live life uncensored. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. And today's episode, I think, is going to be really helpful because despite the fact that 2020 has been just a naturally overwhelming year, right? Like there's been so many things that have gone on. I mean, of course, a global pandemic amongst many other things, um, many other tragedies. Uh, But for some folks, this was a year where they felt it made sense to try to double down on some of their goals and their business. And and generally speaking, you know, a lot of people I feel like are, are feeling over overwhelmed, right? And so this episode is all about how I can help you identify why you may be feeling overwhelmed and what you can do about it. All right. So before we get started, let's do a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, again, super excited about closing out this year, uh, recording this episode uh, October 21st, something like that. And there's some really great things on the horizon for me and my companies and my ability to serve and impact you guys um, in a deeper and also a more broader and vast perspective. So I'm really, really excited about those things. So if you've been wanting to work with a financial advisor and, you know, my availability hasn't been, you know, open or you've just been looking for a more go to simplified resource that can help you take your finances to the next level have some really great things on the horizon. We are launching a really cool platform. I can't say too much about it right now just because I don't want to surprise you, but that's coming. Um, We also are launching uh, a new iteration of our investment advisory services that's going to allow us to impact even more people. Um, So just so many great things on the horizon, guys. So just stay tuned in to the podcast because you'll be among the first to know. All right. So What is a key indicator that might make you feel like you are overwhelmed in your life? All right. So the first thing is maybe you're not showing up like you should in certain areas of your life. Maybe you feel like maybe you keep dropping the ball. Maybe you feel stressed. Maybe you're always moving things around on your calendar because, you know, you just keep not getting things done. And maybe you're not progressing the way you feel like you should. If any of that sounds like you, then this episode is probably going to be beneficial. So the first thing I want to tackle is you might have a lack of 
lifestyle and ambition alignment. Let me say that again. You might have a lack of lifestyle and ambition alignment, right? So when it comes to your ambition and your lifestyle, you have to make sure that you've counted the cost of what it takes to bring these big visions to life, right? Because outside of your business or your work or your projects, you also probably have friends, family, health, kids, bills, right? A bunch of things that sometimes don't always make it on the calendar when you're planning out all of these grand ideas. And so one of the easiest ways to feel overwhelmed is to constantly put all this stuff on your calendar, right? Thinking that it makes sense for you to be able to get it all done. But because there's so many micro things or things that you viewed as micro things and you you didn't feel the need to put them on your calendar, you always end up underestimating what your day is going to look like, right? Or maybe I should say overestimating what you can get accomplished. And so, you know, it's going to be very, very critical for you in this season before we close out the year, if you don't want to start 2021 the same way. And I strongly encourage you not to like wait until 2021 to get this done, right? Start now. But I strongly encourage you to start really counting the cost of all the things that you have to do. Because here's, here's what I think people miss, right? And this is why you can't compare yourself to other people. You might see somebody doing a podcast. Maybe they have three different businesses or hustles. They seem like a, a great family person. They work out. First and foremost, you don't know what the heck they got going on behind the scenes. First and foremost, right? And secondly, right? You don't know what kind of team help or support they have behind the scenes either, right? I do a lot of things myself, right? On this episode, I'm reminding myself of some of the things I had to reevaluate when it came to my business and lifestyle ambition, right? And so sometimes you might see somebody and you think, oh man, they're so great at this. They should have a podcast or, oh man, they're so great at this. They should do this, but they're not doing it. And you wonder why. Maybe, maybe they have enough self-awareness to realize that they could juggle all those things but they can't juggle all of them in excellence, right? So maybe they begin you know, to either one, peel back certain things, or two, they just realize up front, this just ain't going to cut it, right? And you'll be surprised how many people are already stretched and then trying to add more stuff to their plate. And so you just really have to have enough self-awareness to decide, okay, this is what I want my life to look like, right? And... These are my actions. Do the actions that I'm taking, do they ultimately align with the life that I want to live? And if the life you want to live is having more time, freedom, traveling, being able to relax, being able to spend time with loved ones, being able to eat healthy, being able to work out, being able to learn and develop. Right. If those things are a part of the life you want to live, but you constantly are burning the candle at both ends from sun up to sundown then it's, it's going to be pretty hard to ever really get there, right? So here's a couple of things you can do to begin to reevaluate if you have a lack of lifestyle and ambition alignment, right? Number one, I want you to do what I like to call this alignment exercise. And so this is a really straightforward thing to do. And so, you know, I use this tool called Monday.com. You can use whatever you want. You can use a sheet of paper. You can use a Google sheet. You can use 
whatever. I just use Monday because I use it for project management in my business and it's just easy for me to leverage that um, when it comes to just mapping out all things George in my lifestyle, right? And so one of the things that I do is I take a hard look at all the things that I got going on in my life, right? I take a hard look at all the things I got going on. And based upon that, you know, I want to ask myself a few fundamental questions, right? I want to ask myself, number one, can this thing that I do every single day, can it be outsourced to someone else, right? Can it be outsourced to someone else? That's the first question to ask myself, okay? It's a yes or no. Number two, does this task, this activity, does it align with my ideal life, right? Because there's something that could align with your ideal life that could be outsourced in theory, right? So you just want to make sure you have that as a measuring stick, right? Does it align with my ideal life? And number two, can it be outsourced? And I'm really, really... I try to be really relentless with this because my thing is this. I'm never going to get to a place where I'm truly, truly have control and organization over my life if I don't come to grips with the things that I absolutely must do and the things that absolutely can be outsourced, right? And so you really want to have clarity on that because once you have that visibility, then you can make much more sound decisions. So I want you to go through everything. I want you to go through every single thing that you want to do, try to do in a month from working out to having fun to all the different projects and tasks associated with your business to the different things that you need to do within your relationships. I mean, I want you to think of everything, right? And then after you do that, what I want you to do is I want you to then determine, can it be outsourced and does it align with your best life, all right? And then once you go through that exercise, I want you to see how many things that could be delegated are not that you're actually still doing yourself. And then number two, how many things are you still doing that don't align with your best life? Right. Because there's so many things that you just do that we all do where we're kind of just like going through the motions or we've kind of told ourselves the lie that like this is just what we have to do. And the reality is that's just not the case. Right. And so I want you to really have visibility to that so that you can make better decisions. There's an old saying that says it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. And if I were to ask most people what their biggest bill is, they might say their mortgage, their rent, their car payment, or maybe daycare. The reality is your biggest expense is taxes. And that's exactly why through my firm, we created a tax savvy strategy to be able to help our business owners save 
thousands in taxes and redirect that money to help them build wealth. So if you want to learn more about how we use wealthy tax saving strategies with our clients to help them avoid taxes legally and redirect that money towards building wealth, then click the link in the show notes to learn a little bit more. All right. So the second thing you can do to try to get your lifestyle and your ambition back in alignment is you can color code your schedule, right? So you want to schedule, you want to color code your entire schedule. You want to schedule it by personal. You want to schedule it by like, I'm going to speak from a business owner's perspective and you can kind of take what's relevant to you, whether you're a business owner or not. So for me, because I still have my hands in quite a few things, even though I delegate a lot, um, I have my my schedule color coded by sales activity, which is green, right? Doing things to bring money into the business. Then I have operational activity, which is red. And for me, these colors actually mean something like red. I should not be doing this, right? This should just should be automated or outsourced, right? Then marketing, I think is like orange, right? Then I have personal, which is blue. And I have like client service work, which is black, right? So those are all the things that I organize on my calendar, right? And so when I look at my calendar, it's a a good like checks and balance. Like if I see too much of one color, it's like, man, like, well, what about personal, right? Am I doing any sales activity? What about operations, which I don't want to see a lot of operations, but like it's able to give me a quick glance at how my week is shaping up. Let's just say that I'm a salesperson and that was my only function, then I need to be looking at everything, right? I need to be looking at everything green. Like if my calendar doesn't look really, really green, then it's like, okay, well, I can't be surprised if I'm not making the money I want to make, right? And it also really gives you that visibility to like making sure that you're not just busy and you're actually doing things that matter. Because again, if I'm not supposed to be doing operation stuff, right, it just has to get done, but I'm not supposed to be doing it and my calendar is a sea of red, then that lets me know that it's a strong chance that my week or my month isn't going to feel as productive as it could. Because even though I'm getting stuff done, I'm not doing stuff that I need to be doing. Right. So color code your calendar and, and make sure that they have the colors have meaning. Right. Do something that makes sense to you that will give you a trigger to ensure that you are operating the way you need to be operating. Right. The third thing that you can do to get your business, excuse me, your lifestyle and your ambition in alignment is predetermine your capacity before saying yes, right? Predetermine your capacity before saying yes. Oftentimes, you know, what we'll do is we'll just, if someone says, hey, let's meet up next week because next week seems so far. It's like, oh yeah, sure, let's meet up, right? Versus like really thinking about what you got going on, really identifying all the stuff that, it takes to bring some of these other tasks that you have to life and then saying yes based upon that. Sometimes you're saying yes too quickly because you're not thinking about all these other things, right, that you don't put on your calendar, but there's things that you have to do or you're underestimating because you haven't really sat down and thought about it, the capacity of things that um, you put on your calendar that are going to take you a little bit longer, right? And so, You just really want to like work through that because that's going to help you make decisions that really make sure that your lifestyle and your ambition are in alignment. One really easy thing that you can do is that you can 
have a, a kind of a mission statement for your life, right? You can read that every day, look at it every day. And then how does that map to what you see on your calendar? I know I've talked about that or something similar on another episode. How does that map to what you see on your calendar? How does your vision for your life actually line up to your mission statement, right? And to the things that's, that are actually on your calendar. And then once you go through those exercises, it's really going to put you in a place where you can start to make more objective decisions about how you're spending your time, right? So that is the first bullet point. Another way to identify um, why you might be feeling overwhelmed is you are simply not operating in your zone of genius, right? And if you listen to my episode with Maya Elias uh, a few weeks back, she talks about this pretty heavily, right? You need to be operating in your zone of genius, right? If you're simply doing a bunch of stuff because you can, you may realize that you are not as good at certain things as you thought you were. And because you aren't, you are not able to confidently show up as easily because you are not operating in your zone of genius, right? It's okay to realize that you are not as strong in certain areas and get help or simply no longer do it just because you think you can, right? Doesn't mean that you should, right? Just because you think you can do something doesn't mean that you should. And so really ask yourself, out of all the things that I'm doing, am I really operating in my zone of genius, right? I heard this quote one time and it said, if you judge a fish by his ability to climb a tree, you would think it's pretty useless, right? And so sometimes we're beating our head up against the wall thinking we're just not good at something. And the reality is you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. I literally had a conversation about this earlier today, right? As small business owners, we expect ourselves to be good at marketing, be good at sales, be good at operations, be good at all the aspects of your entire life, right? And then you wonder why you feel like it's hard for you to win. When you go to any other major company to get it, I get it, you're small business you're doing what you can. But when you go to any other major company, right, they have a whole department dedicated to one thing, an entire department, right, with managers and support staff and all sorts of stuff. And you're trying to manage and be great at all of those things, right? And then you're feeling inadequate or overwhelmed, but the reality is you're just doing too much, right? So how can you fix this? Well, obviously, get help, right? Have self-awareness about where you where you do your best work and then get help in the other areas. Right. Make sure you get help. Right. What you're probably going to have to also do. And it goes back to uh, the first thing that we talked about is really sit down and identify the things that you are doing that should be outsourced, delegated or just completely eliminated. Right. And so maybe this is a great next step from the, the first a point that we talked about today, because when you first identify what aligns with your life and what can be delegated, then you can go a step further. And it's like, OK, well, now that I know it can be delegated, let me actually delegate it. Let me outsource it. Let me eliminate it. Right. Or at the very least, let me make it as efficient as humanly possible. Right. This is a big one. This is a really big one. It's okay to leave money on the table when it's not yours. Let me say that one more time. It's okay to leave money on the table when it's not yours. 
And what I mean by that is you're uniquely called to do certain things. But when you try to pick up every single bag just because you can, because someone is willing to throw it, it goes, it goes back to like what your mom used to tell you about, you know, messing around with these girls, these, these fast tail girls, as, as my mom used to say. Right. Everybody that throws something at you, be careful because you might catch something. <laughs> right. And so it's like and vice versa. I don't know why you say, oh, you're shaming the girls. Um, but yeah, like just don't you don't have to accept money just because it's thrown your way. You have to buy into the reality that there is more than enough for you doing exclusively what you were called to do. There's more than enough for you doing exclusively what you were called to do. And the quote that I actually coined is there are some bags that I do not want because of the baggage that comes with it. Right. Another easy barometer or measuring stick is just pay attention to how you feel. Right. If it doesn't feel right. Right. If it doesn't feel good. And again, I, there's always nuances and variables to this because everything you do is not going to feel good. Right. It's like the athlete that wants to win the NBA championship practice. The grueling practice doesn't feel good. I get it. Right. But I'm just saying at a high level, if there's work that you're doing, you walk into the day dreading that work every day. It's one thing to have like an off day. You're tired. But if like every day it's like, oh, my gosh, like I do not want to be doing this you're probably operating outside of your zone of genius, which means you probably want to reevaluate and figure out how you can get yourself out of it. And another thing you can do to this point is you can redefine scope, right? Sometimes you get into something and if you're like most entrepreneurs, you you jump off a building and, and build your wings on the way down. Right. And so when you're trying these new things, it's like you you don't realize you don't know what you don't know. And then you get into it and it's like, oh, man, I need to redefine scope. Like, I'm not saying I don't like some of this, but the way I'm doing it right now just isn't working. And so sometimes you got to just redefine scope. Right. And that might mean going back to customers or clients and saying, hey, I know this is how we started, but, you know, we got to switch some things up. Right. And and you, you have to be OK with them potentially saying, well, this is how I came to you and this is what I expect. And then you making the conscious decision if that money is worth your peace of mind or not, right? If you truly identify that the way you're serving them doesn't make sense for you. And, you know, you just have to do that sometimes. You have to redefine scope. You have to pull in other people. You have to say, hey, look, I know before you were having these meetings with me. Now you're going to be having these meetings with this person. But things can change. And when you know that they should change, change them. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another segment of Fix Your Finances Friday, where each and every Friday we help you fix at least one thing as it pertains to your finances. And on this particular Friday, guys, you know, I just want you to pay it forward. All right. Sometimes our, our number one problem with our finances is that we're just so selfish. Right. It's all about us. We have this scarcity mindset. where We have our fish clinch so tight that we don't even ever have them open large enough to be able to receive anything. So what I want you to do is I want you to just take a small token of appreciation for someone that you care about, maybe a friend, a family member, someone that you don't know, and just, just bless them. Buy them coffee, treat them to breakfast, send them a, a gift card, just something small, right? And pay it forward. 
because that's going to sow the seed for abundance in your mindset, which is going to put you in position to attract more money and resources that can be beneficial to your life and then ultimately can cycle back out for you to be a blessing to another person. So this Friday, decide at least one small thing you can do to help somebody else out or just be a blessing. All right, so what is the last way, or at least for the sake of this episode, because I want to give you three, three ways to know or three ways to identify why you may be feeling overwhelmed and what to do about it. And the third way is you might be tying your identity to your specific roles. You might be tying your identity to your roles. And when I say roles, I mean like your the roles that you have in life, husband, sister, aunt, cousin, business owner, whatever, right? You might be tying your identity to those roles, right? So for example, when you have become known to do something, it may seem that your role makes you who you are, right? But who you are is not what you do. And so what happens is when it comes time to change what you do, if you tie your identity to your role, you're going to feel like you're losing yourself if you pivot. And so you have to be very careful about making sure that you don't tie your identity or your self-worth to what you do. So how do you how do you overcome this? Right. The first thing you got to do is you got to understand the difference between concepts and specifics. Right. Direction versus mechanics. And what do I mean by that? So let's take myself, for example. At the end of the day. My gift, what I like doing is I like helping people transform their relationship with money. And even more conceptual than that, I like helping people identify how they can use their resources to live a more enriched life. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be a financial advisor. Right. It means that I could be a speaker. It means I could be an educator It means I could be a thought leader, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be a financial advisor, right? But if I tie my identity or my worth and my value to the credentials attached to my name, then it could be pretty hard for me if I ever have the realization that I I need to do things in a different way, right? And I might stay stuck longer if I tie my identity to those credentials, Right. Because it's like, man, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose myself if I'm no longer known as the financial advisor. Right. So it's important to make sure you understand the difference between concepts and specifics. You can still have an impact in a certain area in a certain way without doing it technically the same way. You have to remember that quitting something that no longer aligns with what you want most out of life is not failure. It's evolution, right? Like you spend all these years learning, developing, growing, expanding. It's not far-fetched to think that you might outgrow something that you started three, four, five, ten years ago, right? It's not unreasonable. It doesn't mean that you failed if you stopped. It means you evolved, Right. It means you switched, you moved on, you realized you could do something in a different way. So just remember that quitting something that no longer aligns 
with what you want most out of life is not failure. It is evolution. On the back of that thought, you, you must also learn that you not being good at something is not failure. It's getting you closer to what you do best. Right. So imagine, you know, out of sheer circumstance, going back to that business owner that wears 74,000 hats. Right. Time goes on. Business grows. And you're like, man, like if I'm being honest, man, I'm just really not good at this digital marketing stuff. It's just really not my lane. Does it make me a bad person? Does it make me a failure? No. It just means that now I can get closer to focusing on the thing that I'm actually really freaking good at. Right? That's all it means. Right? Learn that, you know, at the end of the day, when you identify what you're not good at, that just frees you up to get even closer to the things that you are. So the quicker you're willing to accept that reality, the quicker you can be operating in an area that feels more in alignment with what you should be doing. And lastly, you must understand the difference between losing something and being liberated from it. You must understand the difference between losing something and being liberated from it. When you lose something, it's like, you know, oh my gosh, it was taken away or, you know, I no longer have this as a sacrifice. It's unfortunate. Like, oh, it's like a loss. Like we think about when somebody passes away, we lost so-and-so. But when you're liberated from something, you are freed from it, right? It's almost like you've let go of a dead weight, right? And so we should always aim for liberation in life because that means it's going to put us in a place where we are now freed up to go and do something better. Right. The literal definition of liberate is set free. Right. So what are you holding on to that could actually set you free? But because you associate it with your identity, because you're so afraid to let it go, whatever the reasons are, because of that, because of that, you're staying stuck and it no longer serves you. And, you know, that just no longer makes sense. Right. So I hope this episode was helpful. You know, again, as we close out this year, I just really want you guys to focus on what matters most. Right. Focus on the things that are impactful. Um, Really get closer to doing what you want to do, because at the end of the day, this life is not promise. If if nothing else proved that 2020 proved that. And so. Do what you want to do in this life. All right, guys, I hope this episode was great. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. I feel like I just said that and I'm saying it again. Um, But anywho, guys, thank you for tuning in. Until next week, peace. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of The Uncensored Show. Take at least one thing you heard today and apply it to your life immediately so that you can become one step closer to living a more meaningful and fulfilling life and aligning your resources to what matters most to you. Remember, money is just a resource to fuel your journey. The question is, what's yours?